didn't work oh sorry my bad i did not see that i thought it was going to be never mind just doesn't matter what i thought because what i thought was wrong okay so now download yes all right all right um one of my favorite podcast openings and it may be very biased because i love this woman but tig's um podcast that she does with her friend i forget her friend's name but it's called um show tig and show true story and if you listen to the opening, it's a conglomerate of voices, you know, like, um, I was the very first podcast and when Tig and show, and then you hear like, you know, that's like a voice say, doing a podcast, you know, or like, and so I was thinking that- It's kind of a sonic uh, co composition. Right. Composition. Right, and I was thinking that'd be fun for us in different languages, like Japanese, Spanish, English. Okay. And um, and then... You, do you want the tagline, or what, what is it that that's... No, it'd be like a, you know, like one thought I had was in Japanese, you know, have a nice day. And you and I would know it's Japanese, you know, that it's have a nice day. What about all the other languages? Right. So we, would, so we would be thinking of, well, I was thinking of all these other languages and different, like the, you're saying, a sonic collage, collage, quick. It needs to be quick. Um, so I was thinking of that. And then when, you know, I was hoping to have this finished last week. And that's when I thought, what if it's just all in Japanese? Because that I can do quickly. My thought right now is May is we're building up episodes and we're going to actually launch in June. Okay. What do you think of that? That works. Okay. And then we're on point for the idea of having episodes scheduled. Okay. Um, so that brings me back to the sonic collage in different languages. But you and I should know what those taglines are that are being recorded. And they should be different, or they you think it should yeah. have a nice day? No, I think they should be different. You know, like like I thought also it'd be cool to get someone to say two crackers united for West Compton, and that has like an inner joke for you and I that we know, and any Prince fan will know. West Compton, isn't that what it is? Well, I don't remember the Prince part. Well, remember. From the Black Album, he had two nigs united for, I thought it was West Compton. 
Maybe it's just Compton. Yeah, I don't. My memory of that is too sketchy to tell. Yeah, two nigs united for West Compton. Two crackers united for West Compton. Yeah, I think we should. It should be more. Two crackers united for West Marin. Oh, that is way too liberal. That's too ugly. I can't do that. <laughs> but it's more honest. Because we not we have nothing to do with Compton. Except for, for me, it's a killer song. And you know, you and I are hardcore Prince fans. Yeah. So, so I it's think it's homage, kind of a right? Thought, right, right. And for those who know, they know. And for those who don't, they can go below. Mm. Two crackers united for West Marin. I think West Marin has way too many crackers united for it already. Doesn't need two more. I think it's funnier than Compton because Compton, it's just like we have no, it's not even relevant to us. See, that's that's part of the humor for me. Like it's only relevant to someone who knows the Prince song. And there's that twist, you know, two crackers united for West Compton. That's like... That's what Quack and Jacks is all about. All right, I'm in. Right, you told me. All right, so we have have a nice day. Two crackers united for West Compton. Cracker Jacks. Two Cracker Jacks or two crackers? I thought it was Cracker Jacks. Well, that's the name of our podcast. Okay, got it. Two crackers united for West Compton. All right. What else? Want to put in the tagline? What did he just say? Well, that's what I was thinking we could do in multiple languages. I like having. Okay. Yeah. A bunch of, what did he just say? And are you sure about that? What about the like final tagline that's bringing us in being, and now it's time for mud name madness with two crackers. So it's a launch on Mondays? Yeah. All right. So it's a Monday pod podcast. Yeah. Um, I think that's good. And now it's time for Monday Madness with two crackers. Greg and Mark. Should we say Greg and Mark? with two crackers. Greg and Mark. All right. All right. Get rolling on this. What else? Is there any more catchphrases? Um.
Have you ever heard Prince's song? I may have. I don't remember it. Did you ever listen to the Black Album? Very briefly. Like, I had had it in my possession for a little bit of time, and then I haven't listened to it since. So that's okay. probably why. It's the one that ends with, I think he does that high voice, you know? Like, uh, I forget the character you would call, but he goes, I want you to meet some friends of mine. No, no, you'll like them. They're musicians. <laughs> <laughs> He was so funny, man. He was was really funny. That's true. That is true. Um, Taglines. I think it's pretty. That's pretty good so far. We can add stuff later if if we think of something funnier. Okay. Why don't we like have? I won't get to this for till like Thursday or Friday. So if anything pops into your head where you're like, oh yeah, let's do so, that. But you're getting audio versions of them done in Japanese? No, not just Japanese. So have a nice day. I'm thinking Japanese. Two crackers united for West Compton. I'd like that to be a really thick urban street voice. Okay. What did he just say? Spanish? Or no? Okay. Yeah. Spanish. Okay. Are you sure about that? Um, Yiddish. <laughs> I love that Yiddish. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um. And now it's time for Monday Madness with two crackers, Greg and Mark. Yeah, that works. Okay, it's pretty quick. Would be cool to have just like a couple more catchphrases because I'm kind of thinking. I got it. I got it. Let's see. Like the Sonics, so that they're sort of on top of each other a little bit. Right. We could give homage to John Levin, John Lennon of number nine, number nine, number nine. No. <laughs> but but I'd consider number sixty-nine, number sixty-nine. <laughs> Hold that line. Block that kick. Hold that line. Block that kick. Eleven, 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 eleven. That would be good. I love it. I wonder if we'd be allowed to use the actual spinal tap. 11, 11, 11. Well, allowed until they catch us. Done. Say no more. (laughs) And in announcing it, we made it easy for them. And, And the last tagline is, you can't drink enough coffee for this show. Okay. And um, Sponsored by Ubenza Candinea for President 2024. Oh, we'd have to ask him for permission. 
I wouldn't oh, do that. Uh, so we have to ask Spinal Tap. We're going to do some. Oh, we're going to rip on Spinal Tap. We don't have to ask Spinal Tap. <laughs> but we but let, me, ask let me ask you this. Would you rather have the rage of whatever corporate conglomerate owns? Yeah, okay. I don't want, I don't want Ubenza mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline. I don't want Ubenza mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny as hell. To us. <laughs> that's what's important. That's that's all that's gonna be listening. <laughs> Maybe. Our mom our mom will listen. My mom will listen. She's still alive. She is. Yeah, yeah mine's not. Right, right. Right when it was coming out of my mouth, I remembered that. I don't care. My mom would laugh. So. Yeah. Pick it up. Let's find I out know, who it is. This will be part of our podcast. Yeah, let's find out who it is. This is Greg. This is Greg. I don't own a home. Yet. Nope. You're welcome. You too. I like the yet. <laughs> Refinancing, God, that's someone's job to just call up pound and pound and just get all the phlegm and chaos and anger that people pour into marketing calls with the hope that the one nice person will go, oh, yeah, I'm interested in refinancing. Then you sell you know, that person's name to All them. of those people that are so abusive to customer service reps are make an, a, a tremendous advantage for those of us who understand a negotiating principle. And I got this from um, this guy who can't remember his name right now. See, you can't drink enough coffee. This. I just love this virtual thing you got going on with your space, your normal working space. Yeah, for those who don't realize yet, the background is my usual background when I'm actually in my office, but now I'm literally thousands of miles away from my office, but I'm pretending using Zoom's background images that I'm still in my office. And um, the trick would be if you really had awareness of what it's like to work with me, you'd know that the light you're seeing, that all that reflection there, that's actually 4 p.m. Is when that lighting's happening and it's nine no it's 10 30 west coast time so it's yeah. all a sham i'm not even bald i just like the the effect i'm not even male i just like the effect <laughs> i'm not even alive i just like the effect i'm pretending i'm alive this is a cheap trick oh uh, that's just poor that's poor should be a red nose, don't you think? Yeah. Well, we, we have done? such good lighting today. 
Yeah, you got great lighting. I, on the other hand, I went to a doctor yesterday and her main advice was, let go of your ex, okay? You're holding on so tightly. No one can breathe. Let it go. Move on. This was your physician? It was a healer. No, it's an acupuncturist. Yeah, it's hard. So very, 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 very hard. I've been divorced eight years now. Wow. And I still think of my ex-wife. Yeah. Let's instead swim in the abundance of the divine spirit that is pouring out love and joy and and, and and amounts we can't even fathom. We'll just swim in that. That's what I'm doing when I'm thinking of my ex. <laughs> That's what I'm doing when I shoot heroin. <laughs> Boy, Bodie and I, a couple weeks ago, um, parked at Union Square Garage and walked down to the corner of South Venice and Market from the potential of seeing that Van Gogh immersion. And the things we walked through, I had heard about. But to it's got be a lot with, worse down there, haven't it? Yeah, to be with Bodhi walking through it was a little bit like, wow, wow. I was in Portland on a couple days ago. And we were walking downtown where all the BLM rioting was. And there's still lots of boarded up windows and graffiti. And, you know, I saw the place where they had made up their own town and blocked out the police and stuff. And there were homeless people there. Strangely enough, or homeless isn't the right word. They prefer another term. Um, house Squatters. Houseless is the word they Squatters. Prefer. Anyway, so... Uh, we walked by a couple of different houseless people that were sort of blanketed up because it was at night. And both of them were 21 to 24-year-old white girls, white women. And that shocked me because I'm used to seeing only minorities, you know, um, people of color. Um, and usually older. Like, I'm not used to seeing young people who are houseless. So That's because that in my knowledge of homelessness, it's mostly white, early 20s, late teens, skater punks and that whole thing that was in the Haight-Ashbury and mm -hmm. that was all skater punks. Was white. that what you, what you saw when you were down in the Tenderloin or when you oh, were the Tenderloin was people of color and people shooting up and squatting in the doorway, taking a dump. Avoiding excrement on the sidewalk. Yeah. There's an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> you strap your phone to your feet. <laughs> no, no, there's an app that shows where all the... They can't keep up with that. That's a ridiculous app. But now that they're all vaccinated, they, they've got um, nanobots that tell us where their poop is. 
<laughs> I like it. Halloween is going to be very different this year. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> hey, how is your um, workload? I could use about seven more clients right now. Uh, but I have, um, I've, I still have some, I have work to do with my coaches, my uh, meditation instructor training. I'm coming up to the finish of that. And my, uh, I have a whole bunch of practices that are part of my path of initiation course that I'm taking. And it's been very challenging for me to keep up with my course in miracles homework every day. Today was the first time in four days that I'd done it. And that puts me now two weeks behind the rest of my classmates. Except for the one person. Well, it isn't clear whether that was, you know, that was all very tricky to try and decipher. But um, <clears throat> what I decided was I want to be part of it and I'm not giving up and I'm not going to waste time or energy feeling bad about it. And I'm going to just, okay, I sat down today and I did everything that I was supposed to do today. That's how I started my day today. <laughs> Do you have the cards? For I have the book and I have the website. Okay. Because um, when I did the course, I had cards for the daily exercise and I could carry the card around with me because some of the... Yeah, that's really helpful because those exercises, it's like, okay, do it five times and I get the one in and then it's like, hmm. Right, right. So it was super helpful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's a little tricky um, these days for me, but I, the framework that I came into this um, traveling time with Kathy was that I was going to let go of the struggle. Like I actually feel a lot of pull to be trying to, to create new client relationships. And I had like three or four different conversations with potential new clients before we left and all of them seem to have gotten kind of cold. So I'm in this really weird space where I have to just trust in the abundant nature of the universe and that this is what I'm supposed to be doing and <clears throat> just be patient and keep showing up and doing my, my work. And we'll see, you know, see what happens. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Believing in miracles. Yeah. Uh, living miracles, living yeah. miraculously. Not and having it not be about me. Uh, having it be about me instead. Yeah. You're way more interesting. I think so. We should call this Cracker Jack if your name is Greg. <laughs> I, I don't think so at all. I'm just saying that. I'm going to cry now, Mark. Yeah. I brought sadness into our realm. I'm waiting. Are you going to cry? Yes. Yes, I, I am crying inside. Do you know you are not politically correct right now? Yes, I, I must be spanked by a fine woman of color. Oh, you really crossed the line now. Yes, I beat me mercilessly. 
You wish. I do wish that. Oh. <laughs> Is it time to be funny yet? There was the rubber band. I blame it all on the band. Yes, most lead singers do. <laughs> Almost choked on my water. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I'm, I've still been waiting to use those five principles of being funny that I was studying last week. It's hard. You don't get the opportunities unless certain specific instances show up. I don't get on talk shows very much, so. You're on one now. That's right. And who's the guest? Jesus. Praises. Praise be. He's driftwood of my soul. Uh, really? There's a book you're reading about how to be funny? <clears throat> Actually, it's an internet site. And I'm not sure if the five things are five real things or they're just ads. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm attending a class or if someone's selling me something, but either way, about 260 bucks. I didn't pay for this. That explains why it's not very funny, probably. <laughs> You want to learn how to be funny? Yes. Go to open mics religiously every night, at least one, maybe three. Every night, and just bomb. Okay. Does Trader Joe's count? Just so those things I say to the clerks don't count? Do you see... Uh, that thing on Amazon, Miss Marple, you know, yeah. okay. Remember when she was doing the parties, the Tupperware parties and her manager Vaguely. was like, what the fuck are you doing? She's all like, this is it. I'm doing, no, you're not fucking doing it. You're the life of the party. Yippee. I see what you mean. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Are we done? Did we ever start? Yeah. It was three weeks ago today. Packet right. Jacks came out to play. They're guaranteed to make you smile, <laughs> at least for a little while. So let me introduce to you the one and only Billy Shears, Cracker Jack's Lonely Shark Band. Ooh, gross. How is this trip going? Where are you guys now? Um, Puget Sound. No, it's... Uh... Something Bay. Something Jail. Shelter Bay Jail. <laughs> it's kind of a low-key Crackajack Jail. They have white. Birch Bay is where I am. 
Birch Bay. Birch. Birch Bay. Bay. Birch Bay, Washington. Which is about 20 miles, not even, from the uh, Vancouver, the border with Canada. Wow. And what draws you to Birch Bay? Oh, it's a quiet home by the sea. Did you guys rent something? No. It belongs to my um, girlfriend's sister. Oh, nice. So, yeah, we drove up. We stopped in Portland and then drove the rest of the way. And now it's beautiful. Wow. It's quiet except for the road right outside. Well, We're right uh, there. We walk across the road and basically on, on the water. And there's lots of driftwood. So Yesterday was kind of a recovery day because we drove for two days solid pretty much. Wow. Wow. That's where you stayed up in Portland? Yeah, we stayed at this place called Moxie in Portland, which is a brand new hotel. It's just opened two and a half months ago, and they were amazing. They were amazing. They're just the place where you go into the elevator to go up to your room. It's like being inside a glitter ball. It's it's a, a disco ball. It's all these mirrors with all these lights, and you you get in the elevator, and it's like multicolored lights, and the room decor is all super cool. Like, um, does Miley Cyrus give you ecstasy as you're entering the front door? I didn't need it. <laughs> I was there. They were super nice. Very cool. Yeah, and you get. Uh, get a free drink ticket your first night. So they serve alcohol in the uh, um, lobby and the decor was modern slash. Um, Millennial. Yeah, what? Millennial. Yeah. Very youthful. Yeah. Free tattoo with every room. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, it was good. It felt like we were the first people that ever stayed in the room we were in. Literally, like there was no scratches anywhere. There was no, it was like the wrapper was still on the remote. The black light didn't show anything on the bed. Well, not when we got there. It's good. Wow. No wonder you're smiling. <laughs> Look at that turning red. <laughs> well, congratulations, Mr. Wynn. Yeah, that, don't congratulate me. There's no congratulations due. Yeah, there is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Excellent. You guys going to watch Sunset? It's, um, we do, and this, the way uh, Birch Bay is oriented is we're looking south. Uh... So the sun goes down to the right of the house. Oh, look at that. You are like right near, you really are right next to the border. Damn. Vancouver Island, you could practically swim to it maybe. Maybe. Right. right. That's crazy. Wow. Are you guys going to go into Canada? Nope. Canada doesn't want us. Canada doesn't want us anymore. We tried to cross the border. They threw us on the floor. They said, take your crack American ass back down south. So we loaded up the car, 
punch that motherfucker in the mouth. And then I kissed him. Because I like a bloody lip. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's nice with the idea of just decompressing, letting go. I had the sincere pleasure of practicing morning qigong and meditation with my girlfriend this morning, looking out the beautiful glass windows at the water. Nice. Wow. So that was such, that was like the million dollar experience right there. Awesome. Yeah. It's very cool for her sister to give you guys this. Yes. Well, there was this other thing, which is that um, their father died and in January. And so his stuff was all in where he lived down near San Luis Obispo. And so all of the various items, things like, you know, bicycle jerseys and a couple of bicycles and various pieces of his life that were <clears throat> shipping would have been a lot of money and stupid because it was, it's all stuff that means stuff to the family, but it's not really that valuable. So we piled that all in the pickup truck and brought it up here. Uh, and and so Kathy took vacation and I'm, I made myself a kind of a work schedule where, because I still have so much I want to deliver while I'm, but I want to have a vacation. So I'm like, my, my thing is at 1 PM every day, I'm done for the day. That's uh, my plan. And then, um, lots of interesting stuff. There's a guy who is, I just recently came in contact with who's making a film about creating um, a sustainable living situation that's self-contained down in the New Mexico desert in um, indigenous territory. And so he's bringing all these different forces together to make the film and to build the city and to do all these things. And so um, he needs help. He needs coaching around that because it's a lot. And uh, so he and I had a couple really good conversations and he, he wants to hire me as a consultant or a personal coach to help him sort of keep his, his thing together. And um, I mentioned you to him because he's still putting the film crew together in the budget for the film and all of that. But it's a really cool idea. It's like um, <clears throat> it's not just sustainable, but it's self-contained so that all the, the water, air, plant, all of that stuff just redoes itself inside the, but not like those big science experiments, more like uh, an indigenous population would do it. And so he's working with native elders or indigenous elders, and he has meetings with um, some of the principals in the various indigenous casino operations down there because they have money to invest in the tribe. And so it would be a tribal construct and there he wants to make a movie about it. And he's trying to get money for the movie. So that's interesting. Um, and then my father sent me an email. He wants me to finish up a film that I started making about him. And he's given me a little bit more instruction about that. And, and essentially his whole literary legacy is going is becomes mine and I'm purchasing it from him now. 
but it's my inheritance anyway. But it's and then all of the artifacts in his. Wait, office. so your dad is charging you to receive your inheritance? Well, it's a sale so that it's it clears probate. So there's no way to like I'm gonna buy it from him now so I can start working before he dies. Buying all his assets, basically. And then it's not adjudicatable in a probate. So my brothers and sisters and all of um, those guys don't have any say over it. Okay. And then there's you know, potential in that. I guess. so. Well, there's a lot of really amazing books and artifacts. Um, and on top of that, his literary legacy of all the books he's written. And so one of the tasks about the film is to contact people that have read his books and interview them. And he's, he's the idea was to, for me to be able to generate a level of quality that would be something that an HBO or another streaming service would be willing to pick up. And the volume of the materials more than a two hour feature, like just the interview footage I shot with him a year and a half ago was, is about 70 hours of conversation with him. Plus, if I actually, you know, if I'm able to generate a lot of interview footage from people who've read his books and what they think about each book, and then my siblings have been asked to do that. And so there's this, this production pipeline that right now is all about expanding everything we capture and none of the kind of scripting and narrowing of, of what the story is going to be. Um, it sounds like it could be a, a series documentary, like the one yeah. that, on that thing back east. Yeah. Um, the working title is Nobody Knows My Name. Subtitle, Tale of a Modern American Prophet. Sub subtitle. It's a crack on your dad. <laughs> Narcissistic shaman. I <laughs> Mark, I have a great idea. Priest of the me generation. <laughs> I have a great idea. Make I want you to continue me. that movie you're doing about me. <laughs> Okay, you have 70 hours of talking with me. and I want you to get one. a bunch of hours of other people talking about me. <laughs> because nobody knows my name. <laughs> That's how interesting I am. That's how big a splash I've made in this life is there's lots of people that know, don't know that they need to know about me. Yet. You know what I find interesting is there's so many men that I know who created systems of a better life that they just sat on, you know, thinking like someone else should pick up all this great work I did and market it, bring it out to the world. Rubenza's father was one. He had a whole system he had created. Well, what I'll say is that I'm 
really grateful to my father for his legacy. And um, it would be really easy for me to attach to the story of the challenges that were part of my upbringing with him and to have a, a view of it as, as though that we're lacking something. And over the course of my maturity, I've gotten really a lot better at understanding the true gifts that I've received in this relationship and how well, how that informs my capacity as a coach and how that informs my intellect and, and other things. Um, and as part of that, I'd like to read you a series of three by five cards that I think are very valuable. Think abundance, feel it too. Be good to yourself. Accept the consequences for your actions. Live with integrity. Decide what feels right to you and then do it. Stop blaming. Victims never succeed. Don't tolerate the intolerable ever. Remove yourself from a bad situation instead of waiting for it to change. You are the only person on this planet who's responsible for your needs and wants and happiness. Learn to say no. Be clear and be direct. If what you're doing isn't working, try something else. If you do what you've always done, you will get what you've always gotten. Don't settle. Every time you settle, you get exactly what you settle for. All right, ready? Let me play this now to wrap up this episode. If it frightens you, do it. Let me see. How am I going to do this? Um, no matter what you do, no matter what happens, you will handle it. Uh, do you hear this? No, you need to share screen, share audio. Right. Do you hear that? Put yourself first. Because instead of sharing the sound from the computer, you shared it as the system. Yeah, so go to share screen. Oh, try this. Is this better? Go share screen. Oh, well, we'd get in trouble for having that on our podcast anyway. That's right. But your point was well taken. Uh, now I don't hear you, Dana. Yeah, the. All right, say something. Do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you great. I hear you great. Recording stopped. <laughs>